All right, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning we had to dive in early because this kid in Cleveland got a pretty insane birthday gift from his mom. Yeah, you know, it's even better than a ghost trapper or a Barbie that hits you in the face. That's right. What more could you want? So we talked best birthday gifts. And then from birthdays, we went right into relationships because there's always a honeymoon phase. And boy, you can really tell when that thing is over. Yeah, yeah. It's a sad, sad day. That's right. It might involve sitting on a toilet while somebody's in the shower. I don't know. And then witch hazel. Why not? You probably have it in the bathroom. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know what the heck it was. Speaking of sitting on a toilet, (laughs) it's got all kinds of functions, and we'll just leave it there. That's the kind of fun you're going to be getting right now on the Morning Mix podcast. Well, uh, as a kid in Cleveland, his mom bought him three homes and gave him ten grand to renovate one of them. Just one. She tried to keep it simple, right? She's like, you know, I don't want to overdo it. don't want to spoil him. So here's three properties, but you can only renovate one. Uh, and he's 16, and we thought, well, that's got to be the best birthday gift he ever got. And then we went around the horn, and I had gotten a – what I've now learned was I called it a ghost catcher. Yeah. But it was not called a ghost catcher. What was it? It was actually called the ghost trap. Yeah. And I found the exact one on uh, Google – and now I'm kind of considering bidding on one on eBay just to have it again. Yeah, you should get it for your daughter. It'll be like 25x. Yeah. What I, what my folks probably <laughs> well, paid for I mean, it. You know what I mean? Well, sure. Inflation, uh, times change. It'll happen. Yeah, your daughter won't care about it. I'm just yeah. going to warn you. But it's for you. But for me, it is. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Whip got Carlton Fisk's uh, baseball glove. Uh, yeah. Not his actual one, no, but no, a prototype. No. Just one with his a name. A prototype. Yeah. Violetta had a sky dancer, and Nikki was rolling around in a uh, 1941 Pontiac. It, what was yeah, it? it was my aunt's used car. Yeah, why not? Week, you know? So we said, what was the best birthday gift you ever got? Texted to us at 60123. Uh, pulling at the heartstrings right away from 708. For my 40th, my whole family went out to dinner, and all seven of my siblings surprised me at the restaurant. Oh, that's the best. Including wow. four that live out of state. Yeah. So nobody told her, hey, when we get to this restaurant, they're all going to be, you know, and then she showed up, and boom, there they all were. Yep. That's, that's a, a lot big of si- table. That's a lot of siblings. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. Those are some busy parents. <laughs> watch out. 708 said, hey, uh, V, just so you know, Skydancers also had an animated show. What? Yeah, they had an animated oh, wow. show uh, where the Sky Dancers would injure and beat up kids. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was, was an animated daily. show, though. <laughs> but she said for her 16th birthday, her aunt got her her first pair of Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. I remember for my sister, for whatever reason, Docs were a big, big deal. She yeah. had to have them. Yep. And when that happened, it was like the best day in our house. And they're back oh, now. From an 815 for my 16th birthday, I got bunk beds. Oh, yeah. But at 16, I feel like at that point you're ready to like get out of bunk bed. Well, right. no, you want to have friends over. You don't want to oh, share a bed. That's perfect. Like, I you see know what, what I mean? Saying. You can maximize the friend capacity of your room. From a 630, I know this from uh, Toy Story 3. Uh, the Barbie three-floor mansion with elevator. Mm-hmm. It makes an appearance in Toy Story 3. Michael Keaton's uh, Ken, Ken that's comes right. down at, oh, hi, Barbie. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Hi, Ken. From a 219, the Evil Knievel stunt cycle. Oh. That's a sought after. Yep. Legendary. You got to have that. Uh, for a 16th birthday from a 773, my dad sent me to the Skip Barber School of Racing. I don't even know what that is, but to go to School of Racing at 16 sounds yeah. like a horrible idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or an amazing story. Yeah, it's, yeah. A great, it's great for you <laughs> yeah. to get to do it. Converse high tops. It's all I ever wanted from a 219. Finally got it, which was awesome. Yeah. For my 14th birthday, this is from a 312, my mom got me tickets to see none other than Usher. (laughs) Oh, there you go. She was upset at first when we went because she thought that I wasn't having any fun. But to be honest, I didn't care about the opening act. I was just waiting for Usher. And boy, when he hit the stage, I lost my damn mind. (laughs) Okay. 
Sounds like also, a good Also, Usher, well-known for taking his pants off in concert. So I feel like at 14, that would have been a real big move. Yeah, okay. He does a thing where he, like, dances and lets his pants fall down. I don't <laughs> know why that's his thing, but that's his thing. He was in a movie. Was he in one of the Magic Mikes? I've seen him in a movie doing that, and I'm like, why have I you seen that? You know why? That? We saw that movie together. That's I don't know if you'll remember. <laughs> Whip and oh I, my. as a bit, had to go what? see Magic Mike together. That's right. It was not was a, a lot bit. Of fun. You guys just yeah. did that. Honestly, <laughs> at first I thought it was awkward, and then halfway through the movie I was like, it's actually pretty good, isn't it? And we were having a good time. <laughs> and then you guys practiced that Usher move. Right? And Usher was like... Not in, uh, he's not in Magic Mike. He's in Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez. Ah, I got it. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one. I think I saw that as a bit too. Yeah. Totally different vibe though. I, that's, that's what that we one. call it when we see movies about strippers. Right. We call it bits. Right, exactly. I, didn't, I, didn't I have to that. go for I work. I have to. <laughs> no, well, uh, sorry, sweetie. I'll see you later. It's a bit. <laughs> and finally, from a 219, the best birthday gift I ever got. I'm very jealous of this person. For my 18th birthday, my sister and I got to go on a trip non parental. Totally alone. Whoa. At 18, we got to go to Hawaii. Oh, no my. What? what? Can I Can I live in your house? Right. Can your parents send me to Hawaii now? And I'll just go with your parents. Yeah, I don't even need fine. to be non-parental. Yeah, your yeah. parents can come. In fact, if they're paying for the trip, I'd like them to come along. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind if they were there at dinner. Uh, Mike, you got this one, right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'll see you guys at the beach. Bye. Aloha. Those are some of the best. <laughs> it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. We want you to build a bracket. The Morning Mix, build your own bracket. We've all built a bracket. There's a big college tournament happening. Don't know if you've heard about it. It's the third month of the year, and people are about to lose the dang minds. Oh, yeah. And go mad, if you will. It's time right now, because all you got to do is text HOOPS, H-O-O-P-S, to 60123. You'll get a link with a password that you can click on, and you can build your own bracket right along with us. I finished my bracket yesterday. Nikki's been working on it this morning because we'll be off air, and all of a sudden she'll be like, oh, F this game. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? She's like, oh, and if we win, oh, oh, Duke? It just oh. I just, it just, it hit me that if State advances, they play Duke. And I'm like, of course, yeah. of course. Oh. My Shuffkin's final season, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I just like to say anybody can build a bracket because I know nothing about basketball. Yes, Yet for sure. I am participating and I have a chance to do very, very well. Funny that you, you should say that because we have some bracket building facts for you here. Now, oh. 46% of people simply go with their gut. When they go to build the bracket. Yeah. I would be in that 46%. I built my bracket yesterday in about six minutes. Yeah. I I think I'm also in that category. I will say, I don't know if this is in there, but people who think they're going to do research, you get like three games in, you're like, screw this. Yeah, whatever. That's that's what I usually end up doing. 15% of basketball fans admit that they're going to be slacking off at work this week as they build that bracket. Now, remember, you got to get it in by Thursday at 11 a.m. local time. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you won't qualify. One in three remote workers will be confessing they're just going to be watching games the whole time. They're right. not going to be working because the games are on all the time, especially early when there's so many games to get through. I would love if you have a Zoom. You just put it out in the bed. You don't even hide it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> forget sure. about just it. Just have it out in the background. Like, you know I'm doing this. Yeah, I'll just, I know just I'm doing up. this. This meeting could have been an email anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 5% of people who have a, quote, more advanced system will choose the winner based on the team's colors and mascot. Yep. So they'll look at the team and be like, I kind of like blue. All right, Duke, let's do this thing. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. I like green and white. There you go. Boy, Michigan State. Yeah. 
Hope you don't have to play Duke. Here we go. But do you ever go, do you guys ever go by loyalties like your friends' sure. schools? Like yes. I, you know what I mean? Like or I like feel- that person you don't like. You're like nah, that school's not going to win. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I picked a I picked the Illini uh, a few games. Uh, based on Whip based and my brother, who has right. gone to U of I. Yeah, I actually have a little bit of fear, but I'm still going to pick with my heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, regardless of how you make your picks this year, the odds of choosing, as Whip shared earlier this morning, are very, very low. If you get every game right, 9.2 quintillion yeah. is what this says. Which, One in 9.2 <laughs> quintillion. Is That's an actual number. There's like no way you're going to get it all right. So relieve yourself of that pressure. Yeah. The longest anybody has ever gone in recorded bracket history is to the Sweet 16 with the first 43 games I think they got right, but then they didn't. It wasn't there a kid. It was like a, ki- a yeah. really like a younger kid who was able to get further than most people. It was three years ago, and yeah. I think it was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he was just going off his gut, like right. 46% of or, people. Maybe. No, I think he actually, I, I, don't, I don't know. He did have a crazy system because someone interviewed him, and I was like, what? Like, this is nuts. It's wild. Yeah. Now, there's 68 teams that you're going to have to pick from, so you're going to have to make all these choices, and they say that half of people who create a bracket will do that in less than 30 minutes. I think that'd even be lower than oh that. Oh, my God. I flew through <laughs> 10 it. 10 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes is like, wait, so I'm doing this, doing an entire episode of Friends? I'm filling out my bracket? No. Like, maybe like 20 years ago, you had to do it by hand. Now yeah, you just like, click. And, and then it's... mail it in. Right, right, right. And wait for a receipt to come <laughs> back, and you had to fax the receipt. And once you got the fax, then you had to fill it out. <laughs> I still like pen. filling out a hard paper copy so that you can scratch them out along the way. And then like rework it as yeah, you go. Yeah, like, yeah, well, like that's them. also the nice thing. So on the system we're using, if you lock your bracket today, you can go back and edit it. You can make some, if right. you change your mind. Yeah. So if you're like, I just got to get it in so that it's in. But then if you want to go back and edit it, you can. Like, let's mm-hmm. say you see a play-in game. That's right. In the next couple of days. And they're, you know, they score 107 points. You're like, you know, I'm not, maybe they can go be on that Like, now, round. wait a second. Bryant State. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a favorite. <laughs> right. Let me back up they do say though that big recognizable teams are often the ones people pick yep. and move forward with well, that makes because sense. you know if you don't know you just know what you hear so you're like oh gonzaga yeah i love that cheese let's go <laughs> you're like wait a second what hang on i think i got that wrong make sure you get your bracket built text hoops h-o-o-p-s to six zero one two three we're gonna get a look at the roads and then coming up in just a few minutes Violetta's morning mix flash briefing. Yeah, and just a reminder, first place, Gaga at oh, Wrigley right. with uh, Summer House Santa Monica. Dinner, that whole night is planned. Uh, second place, The weekend with Doja Cat, Soldier Field, and dinner at the Chicago Firehouse. And third place, the uh, ever-coveted, the morning mix mystery box. I have no idea. You said it wrong. What? Mystery box. box. Oh, the mystery box. Box. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Put okay. that echo on there. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. We got to build the hype. Yeah. It's who knows. Because all that's in there is an old pair of socks. Right. (laughs) Right now. Right now. Who knows? Here we go. In a number three, almost eight months after Keeping Up with the Kardashians ended, the famous reality family is coming back in April of this year. And there might be more of them. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have been hot and heavy with each other since December of 2021. And now in a brand new trailer for the upcoming Kardashian show, the couple got engaged in October of 2021. And then that reality show is coming back to Hulu this time. So everybody's excited sometime in April. All right, there you go. Not the baby, the show. The show, right. Um, <laughs> bring your own cup. Exactly. <laughs> Build your own bracket and bring your bring own, your own cup. cup. That's right. That's right. In at number two, uh, Bill, uh, Billboard magazine says John Travolta is going to present at the Academy Awards on March 27th. 
Yeah. So the last time he presented is circulating right now online. That was in 2015 when he referred to Edina Manzel as... <laughs> so close. Dude, still I funny. can listen to that. Still funny. All the still, time. You like, can hear his tongue like, go, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you're what's wrong, happening. I mean, I just, it's, that needs to be like a ringtone. Uh, oh, I... Because <laughs> it's just, I think anytime, anytime I get a spam call, I want to hear that because it makes, it just brings me joy. Totally, totally. And that is everywhere oh. online today from 2015. You were saying off the air, you have a hard time with her name now because yeah, you, of that? Yeah, yeah, I just think that's her name. No, like, but I it's can't totally say tr- it the other way. I think all yeah. of us, it's like you see that and you're like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> you just have to let it go. That's all you got to do. Oh, Thank there you. You're welcome. You go. Thank you. You're welcome. And in at number one, March 14th is known as Everything You Think Is Wrong Day, a day where decision making should be avoided. Mm. As your thoughts are wrong, they say today, it is also a day created for some people to realize that they are not always right. That's March 15th? Yeah. That's, okay. That's today. Right. Okay, great. Which is right, not wrong. Not wrong. Got it. <laughs> Just making sure. That was your if flash March briefing. 15th is wrong, I don't want to be right. Hey, now. <laughs> Now, the honeymoon phase can come and go, right? It just yep. happened on the roads. We were like, oh, this is so <laughs> yeah. great. Everything's oh, yeah. great. We love I you. Know. You love the roads. Uh-oh. Wait a second. I Things think the honeymoon phase is over when you stop wearing cute bras. Oh, I know when I did. I was like, <laughs> right. sorry, babe. I just, these these hurt my back. You're like, you know, I'm, just, I'm going to the day-to-days now, guys. We're, like, we're in no, it to win it. I'm going for function over fashion here, sweetheart. <laughs> right. I need the lift. Now, and then the, the fancy bras are for special occasions. Exa- yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And even then, well, then that's in the second honeymoon phase. Yeah. You're like, I know it's a special occasion. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind if I just keep this thing on? Right. You can wear it, Chris. You're good. From a 630, they said, yeah, I knew the honeymoon was fa- uh, phase was over. When my boyfriend started making fun of me when we were hanging out with my friends, mm. yeah. I am guilty of that. My wife and I had a whole big conversation about it early days. Because she was the like connective tissue I had with her friends. Yes. So if one of her friends pointed out a joke about her, I would double down. And then my wife was like, I really don't like that you're doing that. I'm like, I don't even realize I'm doing it. So sorry. Yeah. I was just trying to connect with Sarah and Ashley and Ashley and Alexa and Ashley right. and Ashley. Like, what can I do? Yeah, don't connect with them. Connect with me. With me right. right? From a 708, honeymoon, fa- honeymoon phase was over when he went to the bathroom while I was in the shower. The moment oh. he felt that comfortable... <laughs> I knew we were done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. It's like, oh, uh-oh. Now, uh, <laughs> hi there. Good morning, Erica. How are you? Oh. Good morning. Hi. Now, how did you know, Erica, that the honeymoon phase was over? Well, you know, I went out. I bought us some nice steaks for dinner the next day. I thought I was going to have a nice dinner. And then um, I knew the moment I woke up the next day and he was eating both steaks with eggs in the morning. I'm like, well. <laughs> Oh, no. Didn't even make it past breakfast. And didn't even think of you. I'm like, there were two steaks. Like, one for each of us. He's like, oh, gosh, sorry. Didn't even think of you. I'm a a two-steak guy. What are you going to do? I don't know. You didn't notice it last night, sweetheart. I got a big appetite. All right. I'm sorry. So I'm going to take those thinking, down. She loves me so much. She got me two steaks. Yeah, wow, look at that. She's a keeper. Also, Erica, you're out of eggs. Oh, yeah. thanks, babe. Appreciate that. That's great. All right, my man. Take yeah. it away.
All right, uh, this one comes from Kevin in Palatine. Hey, Whip, I've been dating on the apps for a couple years now with no real luck until recently. I met this girl, who I will leave nameless. You'll see why in a second. Uh, And it feels like things are going really well. We've gone on three dates, and they've all been good, except for one thing. Her breath has been really, really bad. I mean, I notice it immediately. If I can't tell if it's a food thing or a not brushing well thing... We have kissed. I just sort of muscled through it to be, but to be honest, I'm not sure how much longer I can take it. How can I suggest to her that her breath needs work without totally hurting her feelings? Thanks and go Illini, says Kevin. Oh, look at that. I know. Uh, boy, I'm excited to yeah. watch you walk this tightrope. Well, I don't know, Kevin. Here's the thing. First of all, I will say the fact that you say things are going well despite the breath problem is a really good sign because I think normally the breath in and of itself would be a deal breaker unless there's maybe something to this relationship, mm. right? So with that in mind, we know this is a problem worth trying to solve. So what you have to do is gratuitously keep a ridiculously large supply of gum and mints on hand at all times. All brands, all types, like you're the gas station counter in various obvious places. Your counters, your car, your pockets, anywhere the two of you might find yourself. So in the best case scenario, she'll take one on her own especially if she sees you doing it because, you know, she'll think like, oh, okay, I need one of these. This way she'll hopefully get the hint about the breath without you having to explicitly or rudely tell her it stinks. And at least it'll freshen it up when you're around her. If she refuses the mints and gums, you might have to insist. And if she still refuses and her breath is still bad, you might have a deeper issue on your hands. And if somehow you realize she doesn't brush her teeth... That would just be the time to politely stop returning her calls and texts because that is a much bigger issue than you or I will be able to fix. Wow, dude. I think that's sage advice. I don't know. I don't know. It's the worst, though, when you do offer someone a mint and they say no. Yeah, and you're like, are you sure? Right. Yeah. I will say, though, too, and it has happened to me and I'm embarrassed to say, but when you're told, hey, ugh. Rest a little rough. Yeah. It's like very embarrassing. It takes the air out of you. It like, does. You can be having a really fun night, and then somebody's like, hey, man, you're like, ah, should oh, I just yeah. leave? Like, what do I do? And I'm very <laughs> self conscious about it. Totally. I'm a big coffee drinker. Yes. Like, you're really nervous, like midday. And mm-hmm. I love garlic and onions. So mm-hmm. that wow. stuff sticks. Apparently, well, so does sounds- nameless. Yeah. Kevin, this nameless girlfriend. Hopefully, it's just the garlic and onions. Ooh, the yeah, right. thing makes me nervous. That. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, hey, good luck, Kevin. Why don't you follow up and let us know how that works? <laughs> this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Spring. Yeah. You know what word often follows spring? Spring. Cleaning. <laughs> and look at the differences between the two. Yep, yep. Boom. If you missed that, Violetta shouted, break! And yep. suddenly was in a bikini. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell just happened. <laughs> right. And Nikki was like, cleaning! And put on rubber gloves. Exactly. Oh my God, crazy. Yeah. That is hilarious. 78% of homeowners agree that their well-being hinges on how clean their house is. Mm. Almost, what is that, almost 80%, 78%. Yes. Eight out of ten, barely. That's intense. Mm-hmm. Three quarters agree that their stress levels increase when the inside of their home is messy. I am in that group. I hate mm-hmm. disorganization. When I was a little kid, my mom always had this thing, I hate coming home to a mess. Yes. And that is exactly what I'm like now. Like, like I this morning, I didn't put my slippers back where my slippers normally go, and I think I will think about that until I get home. Oh, wow. And then mm-hmm. move them immediately? When I get home? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't put them on. But, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is you live alone, right? Yeah. So you are solely responsible oh, yeah. for the look totally. and vibe of your place, right? right? Totally. So if you come home and it's a mess, like, that's on you, yeah. right? Yeah, I hate my roommate. Oh, wait, it's right. me. <laughs> I've yeah. got, uh, you know, at my house, there's 
two kids, my wife, and a dog. Yes. And so I, every day I come home, it's a different like thing I'm walking into. You know, mm-hmm. and Nikki, you've got a yeah. a kiddo and a dog and a husband doing yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah. too. Lots of people to blame. Yeah, and then Whip, you guys have 19 kids now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah, they all have their own version of the mess. Exactly, and it's- you're like, well. We also, I don't know if you guys still have this, and I'm hoping we're going to grow out of it. Yeah. But I get it now. Like, when it first started with our kids, we had to have all the, like, we have little stations, basically, throughout our whole house. Yeah. Because our son, it's like, well, he can't even sit up yet. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, you got to put him in this holder thing, and this bouncer thing, and this chair thing, and those are all everywhere, you know? Yeah, the things that you actually have to have him placed Exactly right. Yeah, so that's fair. I wouldn't even count that as a mess. And I agree. At this point of your, now, if he's eight years old, you still got the walkers around because they, you know, he hasn't used them for seven years. Years, then you might want to do some spring cleaning. Yes. Yeah, I like to play on those. It's a good time. Well, okay, you're a different though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But spring cleaning can increase your happiness level. 75% of homeowners say that they don't know where they would be without their outdoor space, which is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Got to spend that time outside. And then another 71% say that the uh, outdoor area has served as a, quote, oasis over the last couple of years. I do know a lot of folks have really upgraded their outdoor space, especially their houses in general in the last couple of years. Yeah. Spending pergolas, so much time yeah. in it. Yeah, pergolas, all that sort of stuff. There are a lot of motivations to cleaning, including feeling productive, change of the seasons, and then just generally preparing for activity in the spring, like people coming over again and mm-hmm. that kind of like, hey, let's do it up, all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And that brings us to today's mixed top six. These are the top six things people clean during spring cleaning. So if you haven't started spring cleaning yet, this is all the stuff on your list. I don't know what happens, but my wife and I both had the same thing. It like naturally occurred to us without even talking about it. I was like, we should really get in here and reorganize these closets. And this, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that too. Just the change in season, I feel like, makes you want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Clothes. I mean, yeah. you're just looking at a whole new set of clothes. Exactly, yeah. We were just talking about the same thing in the family room, though, the yes. last few days. I think there is something sort of subconscious, or subconscious, excuse me, that kind of creeps in. Like, we need something fresh. And yeah. I feel like because we've been hibernating for yeah. now, like, four or five months, all that stuff's just sort of, that cabinet, I'm like, yeah, we just threw a bunch of stuff in there. And now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, we got to get in there. Yeah. And at number six, the top things you clean for spring cleaning Organizing your basement or your attic. Mm. Okay. I don't, we don't have a basement. We have a crawl space. Okay. And I don't like to hang out down there. <laughs> no. Creeps me out. Probably just leave that alone. And at number five, outside, mowing the lawn. Yeah, I got to get back in the habit yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be ready for that maybe a couple of weeks. I don't know. I, I get a lot of lawn TikToks. It's like all about lawn maintenance and care. Really? There's okay. some people out there living on golf courses, but they're, you know, not. Very intense. <laughs> yeah. And at number four, you got to clean out that pantry. You got all that mm. leftover stuff from Aldi that you thought you were going to eat, Nikki, and then you're like, well, I got to buy this. It's on sale. Yeah. Well, seriously, I have those sticks that you use for um, like cocoa, like marshmallow oh, yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now I look at them and I'm like, do I, do I don't these? feel like drinking hot cocoa. Yeah. Now, but then, yeah. Don't you feel bad throwing them away? So you're like, do I keep them or do oh, you yeah. just hey, them? Don't throw them away. I got a two and a half year old that I could treat with those. She'd be <laughs> yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> year round. Yeah, that's right. In at number three, organizing and cleaning the garage. Yep. Mm. In the winter, our garage just, I don't know how or why. I'm like, how did this become such a mess in here? I don't know not, why. You're not using all those tools. So yeah, you probably. just move them out of the way when yeah. you're into something else. Or, yeah. <laughs> There's some kind of crazy stat, I don't have it offhand, that like some majority of Americans can't even fit a car in their garage yeah. because they have so much stuff in the garage, which is crazy, but I think true. We grew up, our, our garage, my parents' garage could hold two cars, but our entire life you could only fit one in there. Yes. And a lot of it was there were three kids. We had like bikes and sleds and you know all that stuff on the one side. Oh, yep. no. 
We had that organized. Everything had a hook. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hooks are great. Good yeah. for you guys. That's wild. And, and, and I bet you had a beer not... fridge, too. Yeah. Did you have a beer yeah. fridge in the, in the we garage? We did have a yeah, beer fridge did. in the garage. <laughs> and in the basement. <laughs> and <laughs> every, on every level. But yeah, why not? In at number two is your mixed top six things you're cleaning for spring cleaning. Clean out that fridge. Yeah. It's got all that old. I still got Thanksgiving leftovers there's, in there. There's some cheese that, that should not be in there. Yeah. It's become a totally different cheese. Not, yeah. I love the memes of like the vegetables. Like, why do you do this to me? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I leave the lettuce and then. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. They're like, oh, it's been eight days. I better throw away this bag of romaine to put in the new bag of romaine. Yep. Yeah. I'm I not going to eat. Not one, but two bags of tortillas the other day that I had bought. I don't know when. And they both expired in December, oh. but I totally was the guinea pig, and I ate one, and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just like no more fire, on it. right? Yeah, it's fine. They look yeah. fine. They taste yeah, you're fine. fine. Yeah. You put enough cheese on there, you're not going to be able to taste it anyway. <laughs> exactly. And in at number one, it's your mixed top six, the things people are cleaning for spring cleaning. In at number one, guesses? We haven't said it yet. Nikki? Well, we talked about closet. I mean, but okay. closet wasn't one of them, right? We I mean, we didn't officially said officially closet. said closet. That's right, what I'm so going with. Closet with? Car? Car. Okay, nice. Can't think of any other thing to clean. Toilet. Toilet. Interesting. You're getting close. In <laughs> okay. at number one, cleaning the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Where I've you sit. Never cleaned the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I need to. Well, the t- um. Don't worry about the slipper so much. <laughs> Take care of that toilet. <laughs> Who's cleaning your bathroom? Yeah. They don't clean themselves. Oh my goodness. All right, that's no, your mix top six right there. <laughs> the morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. Nicolas Cage wants to star in the next Batman movie as a villain named Egghead. So he was recently interviewed. uh, I don't even think about Batman, but he started talking about it. He's like, yeah, I've been thinking about this because we have that new Robert Pattinson as the Batman. And I haven't seen seen it yet, but I think that he'd be terrific. And uh, talking about that, I think I should be Egghead in the next movie as a villain. Uh, He says that he can be very terrifying. He's been thinking about this concept for a while. They'll call up Warner Brothers. I'm in. Also, I read that his pitch is that the premise would be that I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence, no, and Batman will have okay, to save it. That's a solid movie. Yeah. And bad. an impression. Good not job. Bad. Thank you. That was actually Nick Cage. That wasn't even me. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in at number two, there's an exciting new chapter in se- uh, Semi wi- uh, Winery? Semi? Semi? Uh, semi? S-I-M-I? S-I-M-I? Yeah. yeah, I think it's Semi. Semi. Semi, semi yeah. Valley? Semi. All right, so that wine company, very exciting. Uh, they are partnering up with Reese's Book Club. That's Reese Witherspoon's book club. Oh, so the Sonoma I County. Right away. I was like, what? That's so funny. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But equally as good. Yes. yes. So the Sonoma County Company announced on Monday that they're introducing. <laughs> The editor's collection, Rosé. So it's a new Rosé that they collabed with Reese Witherspoon about. Mm. Um, it is uh, described as an elegant pale pink medium body blend with a light fruit flavors for a dry Providence-style wine. Mm. Um, and the exciting thing here is that Simi is also a female-led winemaking team. So they were in charge of all of that. Yeah, it makes Fantastic. reading a book sound really fun now. Yeah, I'm right. into that. Well, what book club without a little wine? Right. That's right. And right? it's just books. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in at number one, Rolling Stone readers pick the best lead singer of all time. So the discussion is going on online now. Anybody want to take some guesses? We have a top ten list, but we're going to wow. focus on the top three. Freddie Mercury. Damn it. <laughs> And that is number two on the list. I'm wow, so sorry two. for breaking 
your bubble. Wow. Uh, do you want to guess number one or try to go for number one? Uh, Mick with? Jagger. Ooh, interesting. Mick Jagger is number four on the oh, list. Wow. Man, I know the list because Violetta yeah, showed it to me to pull a special thing, so I don't want to guess. It, I could probably guess people who aren't on the top three. Yeah, well, let's go top three. So right now, okay, top great. three, Bono. Okay, great. There you go. You two. Yeah. Oh, number so two, Freddie okay. Mercury. Cool. And then number one, Robert Plant. Oh, man. So good. Right? <laughs> so this guy. You're some of his best vocals coming up here. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah, this is soon. also in Thor Ragnarok. Also a song you could hear potentially at a Frontier Days from a cover band. And this is kind of like a ballad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Zed Leppelin are like, on stage. <laughs> there's something about Zeppelin. Thor in this song. Like, this is truly a think about yeah, Thor, right? Yeah, there's like a right? Thor, reg- like yeah. there's references that happen. Some honorable mentions also on this list. We have Kurt Cobain, Chris Cornell, oh. John Lennon, Eddie Vedder, yeah. Roger Daltrey, um, Jim Morrison. So those are your top ten Best singers. You started to say John Le- Lennon, and for some reason, I, I in my head, I went John Lovitz. I oh, why. I was saying John Legend. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Robert right. Plant is doing better than most of those guys on that list yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah, you're so. yeah. darn right. Good for him. And that's what you have for your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Brand new episodes every day. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.